1: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Yes, I am. Here I am. Isn't it great to be together? I am so happy to be with you today. Uh, it's such... It's such a good time to spend time with the Lord, to spend time with one another, and just to slow down a minute and think about God and think about all that he's done for us and all that he wants to do. He really does want to uncap our faith. He just wants to take that lid off and just open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to soften. God is with us, and he loves us so much. He just wants, wants to be with us, to simply to be with you today, and that's what we're doing right now. And we get to do it together. So I am very excited about that. I I love love letters. And the book of John, it really, you know, John talks about Jesus is the word. He is the word. And he is that love letter. Uh, I mean, the Bible is that love letter to us. And so that is an exciting thing to me. I have a little pink suitcase a little mini suitcase. And in this suitcase has all my love letters from my husband, Doyle. <laughs> I know. Very romantic. We have been married 30 years in August. And I still have carried this little suitcase every place that we, everywhere we move, everywhere we go. I would not get rid of my little suitcase. And so when he was in seminary at Gordon-Conwell in Boston, he would send me Bible studies. And I would I would fill them out. And then I would mail them this, yeah, snail mail, back in the day when we used snail mail. But I would mail them back, and he would uh look it over and send me a new one. So we did Bible studies back and forth through the mail, and I have some of those in there. I have a pair of earrings he gave me in there. I have a little Christmas stocking he gave me in there. I have all, all kinds of little, you know, like concert ticket stubs and Places that we we went together, all that kind of fun stuff, little photos. Anyway, in my pink suitcase. But I have, I, I have most importantly the love letters. And oh my goodness, one day the kids are gonna like find this and just think this is hysterical, aren't they? And they're gonna read these love letters. But the book of John, John says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning. So who is that word? Well, that word is Christ. That's who John's talking about. He is. When you read your Bible, that's spending time with Jesus. He is the word. That To me, that inspired me so much when I realized that, oh, it's not just a book. It's not just words. When I spend time in the word, I'm spending time with the Lord. That encouraged me. I hope that encourages you today to know that when you read your Bible, you're spending time With God, it says through him, all things were made and without him, nothing was made that has been made in him was life. And that life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. Isn't that so true? The the world doesn't understand when we want to spend time in our Bible, when we want to spend time with God and reading it. You know, I think about the portraits of Christ. We think about so many things. So he's the word. He's also the son of man. He's called uh, the great physician, the bread of life, the water of life, the defender of the weak. He's the light of the world. He's the good shepherd. He's the prince of life. He's the king. He's a servant of all. He's a consoler. He's the true vine. He's the giver of the Holy Spirit. He's the great intercessor. He's a model sufferer. He's our uplifted savior. He's a conqueror of death and he's a restorer of life. There's, we could go on and on, couldn't we? But that's Jesus so much. But He's the Word. And He is our source of joy. Jesus is our source of joy. And we get joy when we read the Word. And it really strengthens Our life when we have this time in God's word, you know, I'm going to in a minute play a clip. I was speaking at the church next door. That's the name of our church. It's on the west side of Columbus, Ohio. The church next door is my happy place. You know, we named it the church next door because we wanted everyone in the church to see that you are the church. The church means called out ones, called out from this darkness, called out to be light, to be hope, to be salt to the world, and that you're the church wherever you go. You're the church at your job. You're the church if you're on the radio. You're the church when you're in your neighborhood. You're the church when you're at church. We are the church. So we're the church next door. I don't know who you're next to right now. Maybe you're sitting next to someone. We are to be that hope that Christ in you, the hope of glory for your neighbors. But anyway, I I was singing at, not singing. (laughs) Oh, Alan, where are you over there? He's going to be laughing at this. I was singing is what I said. I was speaking at the church next door. Alan's the producer here. Yay, all the staff at The Word 880. Uh, They are just so incredible, and I love them so much. They did an awesome pastor's appreciation breakfast for all the pastors, and I I decided to bring them chocolate dipped strawberries and cupcakes, even though that wasn't on anyone's diet, but just to thank them so much. And so we have a good time. We laugh. We have a great time anyway. uh, But we are the church, right? We are the church to whomever we're with. And so I was speaking, not singing, speaking at the church next door recently (laughs) And I talk about Isaiah 41. I I, I tell in here how God just put this word into my heart early in the morning. I wasn't even awake yet. I was at the coffee pot. And when he did, it just encouraged me so much. Sometimes God will bring to your memory a scripture. And that's why we study the Bible, because when we need it the most, when you're down and out and you need it the most, God will bring to your memory a scripture, and so he gave me actually three chapters to read, which was Isaiah 41 to 43. And I thought before we hear this clip that I might just read you a few of these because I know for sure that it's going to encourage you today. Uh, my day was thrown off and Alan's day was thrown off. We were talking about that today. There's so much pressure, isn't there, and stress, so many different situations. But in, in Isaiah 41, it says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Well, hey, I want you to hear this quick clip, and then when we get back, we'll maybe we'll read a little bit more of Isaiah before we go today. Here's the clip. We are talking about uncapped. We've uncapped hope, and today we're going to uncap joy. Hope covers our mind, but joy covers our attitude. Joy is knowing who God is and what God can do for you that's joy and today I want to uncap joy for you but we have to know where where are we going to get joy where are we going to get an uncapped life that is full of joy well we have to go to the source and the source is Jesus I want you to read John 1, 1 1-3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing was made. He is the Word. When you realize this is Jesus, He was there in the beginning. God was there in the beginning. The Holy Spirit hovered over the waters. They were there. But when you read the Word, this is you are with the Lord. And the greatest gift that you can give your children is to have the joy of the Lord. To have the joy of the Lord inside of you so it will spill out onto your family and spill out into the people in your lives. If if you have the joy of the Lord, it will bubble up to an uncapped life and you'll have something to give to others. But Jesus, his word is the source of that joy. It was 5 a.m. two weeks ago and I was literally staring at the coffee pot as it was dripping. (laughs) And I was, you ever wake up with a cloud over your head and you're trying to decide, I'm half asleep, is this going to be a good day or a bad day? What kind of day am I going to have? And so I'm watching the coffee pot drip and I'm thinking, Lord, I don't know if I have energy to read your word today. Have you ever been so tired, you're not quite sure if you have energy to read the word And so I'm sitting there talking to God, kind of debating a little bit. Should we have a quiet time, Lord? Do I have energy for a quiet time, Lord? And I'm watching that coffee pot drip, and God says to me in my spirit, Isaiah 41 to 43. And I was like, Isaiah 41 to 43, that's it, that's it. And He will bring to your remembrance scripture. If you've been faithful in your quiet times. And so as I'm watching the coffee get ready. I'm thinking Lord I can't wait. I can't wait to get upstairs and go on a treasure hunt. I think I remember that verse talks about something new. And I get up there and it talks about I've summoned you. You are mine. I've healed you. There's so much beauty in Isaiah 41 to 43. And I spend an hour digging and looking and and researching and making it mine. And God will do that for you. He will take his word. He is the word. He is our source of joy and he will put it in your heart and it will come out. He'll bring it back to your mind. Yes, yes, he will. He will bring it right back to your mind. I want to read you pieces and parts of this Isaiah 41 to 43 because it really is one of my favorite po- portions of scripture uh, of course it's like flowers right whichever one i'm looking at that's my favorite one for the day <laughs> but that's how it is with the bible oh i just love it so much it's so rich it's so good so whatever i'm reading at the moment that's my favorite part but it, it truly is one of my favorites i want to challenge you when it, it just gets you a bible That you love. Get one that you just absolutely love to read. I have a Thompson Chain reference. It's one of my favorites. But begin to make notations in your Bible because you can put outside the margins, you know, when something spoke to you. Like when I'm looking at this Isaiah 42, I have in there the desert blooming in Israel, 2011. It says in, in, in Isaiah 41:19, I will put in the desert the cedar and the arcacia and the myrtle and the olive. I will set pines in the wasteland and the fir and the cypress together, and my people will know and consider and understand that the hand of the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, has created it. He will turn the desert into pools of water. And the parched ground into springs. When I read that, I'm like, oh, I remember. I remember riding through Israel and seeing the desert bloom. And then opening my Bible to Isaiah and seeing where he prophesied that one day the desert would bloom. Your Bible is so rich. It's so full of so many good things. It says in Isaiah 42, here's my servant, the one I uphold, the one I've chosen in whom I take delight. God delights in you. He's delighting in you today. He loves you so much. Dive into that word. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. We have a special guest coming right up, and her story is quite interesting. Very fascinating guest, and so you don't want to miss that. I hope you'll stay with us in the break. Why don't you go grab a recipe and start making your dinner? Go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right.